Hello, everyone. I hope your weekend is starting off strong and things are looking good in your neck of the woods. I'm your host, Brian Burden. Welcome to Burden on Society. We've got a lot to talk about. We'll get right into it. Sometimes you need only look to other countries to find out what we have in store here. Climate greenies, as they are called in some places, are forging forward no matter what the countries need at that current moment. You understand that. We see it here. Did you know in Australia, Peter Credlin says, I always find it amazing. One room in Canberra can change the climate, but they probably can't change a tire. <laughs> Sounds like people we all know, right? I'm sure you've seen that. You know, another senator, Matt Canavan, says, We are reaping the sowing of net zero emissions. This is again in Australia. He went on to say, When you commit to close down an industry like coal and gas, guess what happens? <laughs> sure enough, people don't invest in it and the prices go up. Caleb Bond stated, Those out there saying somehow coal is unreliable, how come none of those countries that we export huge amounts of coal to are experiencing blackouts? They're not, are they? But Australia, they are. You might ask that of ourselves, too. You know, Australia is currently being asked to turn off non-essential needs. Rolling blackouts seem to be common in Australia now, and many are worried about the elderly dying as they head into winter. Yes, it does get cold, and they do have snow in the land down under. Now, both New Zealand and Australia, along with most countries in Europe, seem determined to force something on their people that does not work sufficiently yet, does it? It's just not ready. I call it not ready for primetime players, that's for sure. Now, those countries are much smaller than we are population-wise. Their needs are much smaller than ours, and they cannot support their needs either. Nowhere is it working like people envisioned, the big plan. Nuclear, which I see as the greatest current power source, are being used as the backups along with, you guessed it, coal factories. Europeans do not want to push to green right now either, as we along with them see that it is not really for our full consumption. That's the people anyway. Remember, these countries need a small amount of energy compared to what we need in this country. It affects us more if we dive in without it being truly ready. You can see it. So where are we going with our supposed push for a green new world? Realistically, we are not in a good place. First off, the full power of solar and wind has not been found yet. We do not have enough wind turbines and solar panels to support much in this country. It is just not ready for our needs. You would think we would take this type of thing slowly. You know, phase out the others. We come online, then fully get it ready to go. Basically, smartly allow gas and oil to continue until we are at a realistic point that wind and solar can support the needs of a nation of 350 million people. But all around the globe, it seems to be, let's jump off the cliff edge now and fend with the consequences of trying to stick the landing later. As a nation, most of us are fine with renewable energy coming online, but we, as do many other countries, know it is not ready. I'm not even getting into this end of the world stuff. They lie to you to try to get you to on board. 
If it was realistic, they wouldn't have to lie. Fudging or flat-out lying about the numbers to fit the narrative has become commonplace to the likes of AOC, Nancy Pelosi, and of course, our president. Yes, there are people who truly believe that we are going to die in 10 years if we don't stop the bad monster in the closet right now. But what are the costs? Can you sustain killing people around the globe in the name of saving people? The need to check on grandma and grandpa to ensure they have air conditioning this summer and heat this winter will become a necessity. Protecting yourselves from days without power are talked about on the news like it will be no big deal for anyone. Some people here will succumb to these actual problems as people will die from these ideas and government programs. But initial thoughts are 2 to 4 million dead in Africa and another 10 million around the globe in more civilized areas are some of the numbers. At Davos, it was said they talked about the upwards of 2 billion might be the number and that would be acceptable for them. Really? 2 billion dead because you think we need to stop global warming? I know many of you are thinking, how can they allow this thing to occur? But, as with anything, politicians get their hands on, it will always end with power and money. Nearly all of which we will not have, but they will. Isn't that what it's going to be? <laughs> it is the time of true sin in history. Man sees power, man goes and gets it. This is not an overpowering of you and the nation with force, although they are not against that. Currently, they're trying to take over with the boondoggle of boondoggles, with a pen and a paper. By changing your life to control you even more, they gain even more power and money. Get ready. Gas is not going to ever come back down significantly. Unfortunately, most people will be so complacent believing that if gas drops to $4.50 a gallon, then we can live without gas again. But reality says no matter the cost, now, they will cripple the gas industry to destroy it. It's in your best interest, pauper, so shut up and stand in the corner. Allow us to save the world. While there are plenty of awful, sinful people in the world doing things that many of us can't understand, I'm beginning to sway towards the political class being the worst of them all. They can affect and control more people than those whose sins are on a small scale. The outcome of power and money has long dictated what man as a society will become. This is the natural end to this time frame in our arena. Degradation and deterioration come to all great countries. I pray my great-grandsons and their friends will correct the fancies of not the greatest generation, but a current lost generation. I just wanted to say, you know, being a weatherman, you know a lot of things about what's going on with the weather and most of us kind of tend to agree that a lot of these numbers have been fudged and things have been kind of crazy and they're just trying to get their agenda uh, aboard. And again, it's down to power and money as it always seems to be in, in our world. And, and it's been that way throughout history. But some of the things, and there's a long list of them for the reasons for our temperature warming are never even looked at. No, number one for me seems to be pavement. Think about this. Pavement turns your city into a heat hub, right? We've seen this. It started back in the 50s and 60s when they started looking at it. The more you pave, the hotter the area becomes. What have we done in the last 100 to 150 years? Well, 100 years anyway. We've paved literally every road, every open space in a city, every place that we can to try to get 
uh, more area and places to go to with your vehicles or for places to do things in the big cities. What has it led to? Well, it's led to heat and urban hubs of uh, temperature rises. And of course, this has added to it. The CO2, as you know, many scientists will tell you is very insignificant, very small, the amount that it has increased. And what's the other thing we've added to that? Just the pavement. Of course, trees. We're cutting down trees left and right all over the place. And I do see a couple programs trying to plant more. But why don't we just full bore into that? Planting trees. What do they do? Well, of course, they filter out the CO2 and create more oxygen. So why are we not on this big front? I think this is maybe a place many of us might want to look into if you don't have much else to do, but you really want to get in on this and try to figure out how we can help. Well, this would be a great way to do that. Maybe you're like me. You're getting older. You don't have much more than your voice to help with. This might be something you could get on board with to help out with some kind of climate change. But guarantee you this, many of you know out there, the planet has been much warmer than this in the past, and we survived with no problems, right? It's been much colder, and we survived somehow or another. Now we have the idea and the mainstay that we can have our own air conditioning, our own heating, and that helps even more. One of the other things I think uh, people start to forget is if the planet is warming and it is getting warmer in places, you can plant more food. You can get more things. You can live in different areas that you couldn't before because it was too cold in those spots. We throw those away. But with a glowing, uh, growing planet of people and population, uh, people start to think about other things. And the idea of killing 2 billion people to save 5 billion people seems kind of absurd and obnoxious. And I definitely would not want to have any kind of decision like that. But my feeling is it's a thinking now, not a decision. It's something they feel they have to do. And they feel that you don't need stuff. And they will feel that you won't need to have medicine when you get older. And they'll feel you won't need to be fixed from whatever you have because it costs too much. You see where this is going. It's on everybody's table. It's on everybody's mind if you've been thinking about it. Communism. Yes, I know. It's a dreaded word around here. But think about that. It is when the government takes over everything you do pretty much. And is that not exactly what your government is doing? It is really trying to take over everything right now. They're getting into all your medical, all your cars, what you're going to drive, right? How much money? Have you ever heard of ESG? If you haven't heard of ESG, you're going to have to go start looking that up because if you don't have a good ESG score, you're not going to get money. You're not going to be able to get a loan. You're not going to be able to buy a house, a car, all the different things you want. Even if it's all electrical, if you don't have good scores and you aren't doing the right things that the government wants you to do, then you don't have any freedoms left. And that's where we're headed with that. All right, let's hit a couple of the news things going on right now. <laughs> One of the ones that I saw last night, I saw Tucker's show. Tucker Carlson's on at 8 o'clock on Fox News. And, of course, it's opinion. Remember that. Your whole nighttime slots are all opinion. And take it that way. But most of the time, they show why they are reasoning and what they're doing. All right, I didn't think this was much either about this diary from the president's daughter. But there's some things in there you need to keep in mind. We're talking about some things. She has a sex addiction and some problems that she believes may have come from when she was younger and things she believes. Now, she wrote this in the diary. Uh, and the diary was found, of course, at a place she left it. What's up with that family? They leave laptops in places. They leave diaries in places. Everybody seems to be in chaos. Um, 
Is it Joe's fault? Is it Jill's fault? Who knows? Kids, people grow up and they do different things. I'm not blaming it on them, but why does it happen in the same family? Um, it's just kind of weird. Uh, but point being is it looks like there's a lot of things that in there that could be pretty bad for the president and things that Tucker says he should basically just resign right at this moment. And I'm not sure on that because I'm going to have to do some more details and look into some more things on it too. But something to keep in mind. It's been out there for about six months right now. And here's one of the main problems. It sure looks like our president got the FBI to attack the people who came out with the information on this. Is that the way you want your country to go too? Because that's where it's headed. It sure appears that every single person that is against the government in any way, shape, or form, they are ready to throw in prison and arrest. They are ready to silence. That is not what our nation has been about. I pray that it won't st that it stays, that you will still be able to hear me and other people at least speak, whether you like what I have to say or not. At least I'm, I have the privilege of being able to speak in this country. Many places don't have that. Um, let's see what else went on. Oh, the Stephen Colbert crew got caught in the, in the uh, Capitol, it looks like. And they were arrested at the House of Representatives for unlawful entry after Adam Schiff let them in. Okay, are they going to be treated like the people of the insurrection last year? Are they going to be thrown in solitary confinement? My guess is no. My guess is some of them are probably already out onto the streets, right? I don't care what the uh, the idea was. It appears they were arrested for not being where they were supposed to be. And they had cameras. Well, isn't that what they've been telling us that people have been doing is filming things? Maybe they were trying to set something up. Don't know. Have to see what's going on. Oh, here we are, back to the sauna-like heat dome is set up to smother 50 million Americans. Only 50 million of us with tropical humidity this week. Do they know it is summer? Summer, June, July, August, hottest months of the year. End of July is the hottest time frame. It gets warm. People love this weather. That's the good thing. But let's make it sound like it's going to kill a bunch of people. Let's go green to stop this, and it's not going to happen. Um, what else we got here? Interesting. Bill Clinton admits he sent federal agents to find out whether there were aliens at Nevada's Area 51 and made every attempt to find out everything about Roswell during his presidency. That's kind of funny. I think we all laugh at that. Many of us not sure whether there's aliens out there or not. Me, I kind of lean to maybe there are. Why wouldn't God put aliens out there too for us to find eventually? Maybe that's something that's there. It's a big vast world that we cannot even comprehend that God has made. All right. And it's growing constantly is my guess because God is a strong God. That is for sure. All right. Here's one I got to get into. Sorry about this. Kamala says abortion is in line with Christianity. Really? Baptist vice president says there's nothing about supporting abortion rights that requires Americans to abandon or change their faith. Now, I'm not talking about abandoning or changing your faith. I'm talking about you believing that abortion is not killing someone and that that's okay with God. That's where we're going with this. That's where it's going to be. And they're going to press us, those of us who are religious, into a corner, right, so that they can keep us there or try to get rid of us totally. And this is one of the things they're going to use. Remember? 
a pen and a paper is going to work much better to them than actually force. But they'll use the force that they have to. And they're showing that by attacking uh, pro-life places that help out people with pregnancy who aren't getting abortions. Why are they attacking those? Was it 40 or 50 of them just in the last two weeks? Really? You hear hardly anything on that kind of thing. Abortion. God is against it. If you're not against it, then you have to really stop and think about where you're going with your Christianity and maybe you need to dive back into the Bible and start thinking about those things. I'm pretty sure there's something in one of those commandment thingies, you know, about not killing somebody. Well, that's where we're at with that. And that's my feeling on that. Now, I know I've talked about a lot of different things on this show. I think it's like the 26th episode already, but I always end it about talking about God. Here's what I want you to do. Maybe you'll go this route. You're willing to grab the prize of all prizes, the king of all kings. And I think that is the greatest thing in your life to do. That no matter the problems, he will be there for you. No matter how low you go, he is there. You know, Jesus told us life is to serve others and to trust in him. That he will give you strength when it is needed. That he will give you solace in knowing that you are loved. So if you are burdened by any problem, and I mean any problem, Put your faith in Jesus. You know, he's the great I am, the only truth. And I say this, the only truth that will carry you through the troubles we endure. See you next time. Shut up and sit down.